Give me the flats at dawn with plenty of tailing fish. And the perfect fly rod. Yeah. And get ready for some magic. Oh, awesome eat. I got one. Oh, damn, I got him. You got it. I got him. Join Bonefish and Tarpon Trust. Nice fish. And help make sure that the magic never ends. Visit tarbone.org to find out how you can help. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to push a button. Sometimes you just got to push a button. Good Monday evening, everybody. I am the host of the Monday Night Kickoff Show, Charles Levi, joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Pepe Vidal. What's up, brother? What's up? Here, man. Monday, Good Monday night. Only one more uh, day and a half more of work for me, and I'm out. <laughs> yep getting ready to uh head on down south to fish the adventure fishing world championship once again hosted by native watercraft this time going to flamingo we're gonna sure uh tonight's show will pretty much just be about that (laughs) because uh it's been a long it's been a long year of waiting and anticipation to go back and and do this challenge once again i'm sure uh, I, I say that for the rest of us that have already done this tournament once. Um, so there you go. There's that. And then uh, just to kind of recap, of course, they had the boondoggle this past weekend up in uh, up in uh, Crooked River up there in Georgia. Um, sounded like it was a great time had by all. I got to talk with uh, and eat lunch today with uh, Adam Hayes and Mark Wananabe and uh, a bunch of other folks that were up there, so that was fun, um, hearing some of the stories and whatnot. And then uh, talking about this upcoming tournament, man, just uh, everybody's excited. You know, those dudes are already in town. In fact, uh, Adam Hayes and Mark Watanabe and Jameson Redding are all hanging out over at Cars Park as we speak. Um, Jameson, I think, is heading home tomorrow. I don't think he's he's not fishing the tournament, but he figured, hey, you guys are going down south. I'm going to follow you. So uh, that's cool. Why not, right? Yeah. And I guess preparation has begun, has it not, Peppy? Have you been Have you been getting things ready and sorting through your tackle? Oh yeah, my stuff is pretty much the tackle is already done. It's already all ready to go. I think what I what I need pretty much. Um, the rods aren't rigged yet. I'm waiting to see. You know, I'm just waiting on all that stuff. But everything else, I just need to pack my clothes. Pretty much pack my clothes and load up the kayak and pretty much go which, and pretty much it. The only, the only thing, other thing that I have been doing, which I haven't done all year long, the last few days, I've actually been in my backyard with the fly rod, throwing the fly <laughs> rod a little bit. <laughs> nice. I've, yeah, I've actually been throwing it a little bit, saying I'm going to take it. You know, I'm going to take it and see what happens, see, you know, pre-fishing, whatever, take the fly rod too and, at the same time, Thursday, um, I think I will be throwing the fly rod Thursday morning um, at some peacock bass. So we'll see how see how that goes. Um, see how that goes on Thursday. I mean, Thursday, that's it's pretty sick. The guy, I don't think I told you yet, Chuck, about it. 
the guy I'm going that that's taking Allen and I on Thursday morning. Yeah. He's not one of these. He's not a kayak guy or anything like that. He's not one of these kayak guys. I know him. I've known him for years from hunting. And this guy Peacock Pass over there in Miami, and he sent me a bunch of pictures which I tagged Allen on on Facebook of Peacock Pass that he caught yesterday afternoon. Yeah. And he caught in a matter of 15 minutes. Caught eight peacocks in a matter of 15 minutes. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah, so so I told him, you know, I told him, uh, you know, he told us all, oh, man, he goes, your friend's never caught peacock before, before? And I go, no, he's never caught any before. And he goes, oh, he goes, well, when we get there to the spots and all this stuff, he goes, I guarantee he's going to freak out once he looks at the water and he sees all these peacocks just laying there. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, man. So, so we'll see. And then, then I told him about, because he doesn't fly fish. And I told him about he he's a he's a bait guy, you know. He does use bait and he uses artificial but mainly bait. And then I told him, I go, Well, we wanna catch him on artificial and on fly. We catch him on fly and he goes, Well, he goes, I know an artificial you can do it on fly, I'm sure you can do it also, but the best way to do it I think is to throw a shiner out there <laughs> and once they frenzy on that shiner, throw the fly out right after the shiner. <laughs> and he says, I can't yeah, because he says they frenzy. He gets they get they get frenzy. He yeah. says when they're going frenzy like that, he goes, "You throw anything in the water, they're gonna hit it." <laughs> damn, that yep. sounds so pretty we'll damn see. awesome. Yeah, we'll see what happens with that. I'll let you guys know because I know you guys are coming in later on in the day. Well, we're uh, our plan is to leave on um, Thursday morning. I think the only thing we're waiting on Thursday morning is Alex to drop his kids off. Once Alex drops his kids off at school, then uh, then we're on the road. So I think we're going to be able to get out. I'm hoping sometime around eight o'clock, um, seven thirty, eight o'clock, somewhere in that range. Um, if we can get on the road, then I think we'll get down there pretty pretty early. You know. Um, I'm hoping that that would if, if you don't stop, if you get out by 8 and you don't stop, we'll get you before noon. You should be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm hoping that we can get down there, like, right, you know, hopefully as the uh, the Miami traffic is kind of soft on us. Yep. I'm hoping. But, you know, either way, it's going to be a fun trip, man. Really looking forward to it. It's This is one of those tournaments that, you know, those of us that have fished it before, we know what to expect for the most part. I mean, we don't know really what to expect as far as this particular location is concerned. I know you do, but, uh, you know, we don't really know what to expect um, going into fishing Flamingo, but we, we, we do know what this tournament's all about. And, man, it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be interesting. It's going to be a lot of fun, you know. And I think the coolest part about it is, is the camaraderie that goes along with it. I mean, I just went over to um, Sarasota and I picked up my new boat uh, the other day. And when I did that rusty driver just so happened to be hanging out over there at economy tackle, which by the way, folks, if you're ever over on the West coast and you're in the Sarasota area and you got a few minutes to stop by economy tackle and check them out, man, that, that place was, is pretty awesome. I mean, I'm, I'm going to tell you, it it was awesome. I mean, just flat out, it was awesome. Uh, Randy English got a little excited 
um, when you saw their their kayak rigging station or their their giant <laughs> rigging wall, I should say, where outside behind the building they've got this huge area set up for rigging up kayaks and stuff, and it was just it, it was nuts. A rusty driver just joined us in the chat room there, but yeah, it's uh it was pretty crazy, man. Um, beautiful store. The people couldn't have been nicer. Um, Chris Flores went with me and, and Randy, we were all rode over there together to get it. And Chris did a bunch of filming while we were doing it and stuff. So that was cool. It'd be interesting to see how that all turned out. They were real receptive to having Chris film inside the shop and stuff. And it was just, it was neat, man. It was, uh, it was cool. It was a cool little trip. And then, um, to get home and unwrap a new piece of plastic right before a big event like this. I mean, there's no, to me, there's no better feeling, um, in the, in the fishing world anyways, and to get a new kayak to play with. That's always fun. Um, but real quick, let's jump into this chat room here. We got uh, the black fly guy. I got a couple of guests in there non-pro staff, Murdoch, uh, new Smyrna beach, Mike, of course, rusty driver. I just announced he's in the, the chat room there. And of course, Uno Moss, the man, the myth, the legend himself. So if you guys are in there and you're, you're logged in as a guest, and you want to get involved in the chat room, Feel free to do so. You can log in with either your Facebook account or Twitter account and uh, join join the shenanigans that sometimes take place there in the chat room. It's a little quiet in the chat room tonight. Um, I don't I don't blame anybody for not being here because I'm sure a lot of guys are tired. Dude, did you see the river today? Oh yeah. God. Oh yeah. I saw, I saw I saw somebody take a picture of it and I was like, oh great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was absolutely beautiful out there um but uh yeah i don't know mike said he didn't have any he has no sound so he's he's leaving take it easy mike uh if you can get hear this later on in the podcast or whatever appreciate it folks if you want to call us up and give us a report or you want to talk to us a little bit about the adventure fishing world championship you have any questions if you're going you want to tell us kind of whatever your theory is on uh how you're going to attack this monster, which is the craziest kayak tournament I've ever been a part of. Uh, phone number is always 714-816-4727. 714-816-4727. But yeah, dude, I mean, I, 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 I played around and, uh, up there goes, uh, Ed from Hellbrand Leatherworks in the house. Uh, I played around a little bit with some, with some different lures, Combination, some hard baits and stuff. Alex put on a, a one heck of a seminar. Alex Gritschke put on one heck of a seminar in the shop the other day. And, man, he he showed me some stuff that I, I, I've never done before, using flies and plugs and plugs and flies and plugs and soft baits and just all kinds of crazy, oh. you know, rigs and stuff. And I'm like, man, we should – we really should try and throw that thing, man. And uh, – <laughs> so, I mean, it was nuts. It was nuts. I mean, I, I haven't seen, I haven't seen anything like that, whatever. Regardless, but anyways, so yeah, I've got a nice big selection of uh, hard baits that we I put together for for this particular trip, and I've got, of course, my Slayer Ink selection. Um, you know, I think that we've got pretty much between the group of us. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we have every color combination you can think of when it comes to soft plastics. Um, Definitely excited about uh, throwing some of that. Definitely bringing the fly rod with me. I'm actually bringing two. Uh, I'm going to br- actually, I might bring three. I was thinking about bringing down the <laughs> six weight for the peacocks and then bring down oh, yeah. uh, 
bring down a not an eight or a nine weight for Friday for fun fishing, along with a twelve weight in case we should run into some sharks. I don't know. I don't know if we yeah. get that crazy. But anyway, so uh, yeah, so you know. I, all I know is that, Peppy, you have fished this area before. This is a place where you pretty much cut your teeth growing up. Yep. Sure have. And um, like I said, I've said it before and stuff. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. It's going to be interesting. It's it's one of those places, I'll tell you, um, it could be on fire. You know, it's one of those places. It could actually It could be on fire and everybody's catching fish. Or it could be one of those places that's really hard to catch fish. I mean, either or. It's one of those. I mean, I've seen I've seen flamingo different ways, you know, and just seen it all and stuff. And of course, you know, you got tides, so you got to play around with the tides. Got to know where structure that kind of stuff, where the water's moving through, you know, that kind of stuff and everything. Um, but it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. I mean, I know. Um, uh, Rusty, Rusty, you said it's on the chat. I can't see my computer right now, but um, yeah, he's on the chat. I spoke, yeah, I spoke to Rusty last night. And I think we, I think it was him I was talking to about it. And I even told him, I told him, look, I know he's used to it. He's got tides over where he lives in that area, but the tides, I think, are a little bit, um, uh, you got a little bit more tides over there down in Flamingo, and a lot more area gets exposed. Than on the West Coast, some of the areas on the West Coast over there. And I told him, if you're out there pre-fishing on Friday, and you're out there by the islands pre-fishing, just better watch those tides. Because <laughs> if you get caught out there, yeah, if that, if that water drops out and you get caught out there in the middle of nowhere, <laughs> you ain't coming back for, for a few hours. <laughs> so, yeah, because I... I have you seen, if you see pictures of flamingos, you see pictures of flamingos on the outside, like on the bay. There's pictures yeah. all over the internet like that that you see, and it's a, it's, it's a freaking, it, it's a beach. You know what I mean? It turns into a beach. <laughs> it's crazy. So, yeah, it's crazy. It really is. I mean, you just, you just gotta, you know, it's different. It's different. It's beautiful. It's two different, two different styles of fishing. Uh, pretty much it's all inshore fishing, but you've got two different styles. You've got the outside, you know, the Bay Area, which you're working flats, you're working, you know, you're working uh, uh, around the islands, that kind of stuff. And then you got the inside part of Flamingo, which is different. You're working mangroves, you know, you're working different type of, you know, two different styles of fishing, but, you know, it, it's, 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 it's crazy. It's it's gonna be it's and it's gonna be interesting. That's what I'm saying. It's gonna be an interesting uh, tournament. It's gonna be an interesting see which way people go and sort of by looking at the map boundaries on it. Remember we were talking about Hell's Bay, um, mm-hmm. Chuck. Yeah. I have a feeling. I have a feeling one of the checkpoints is gonna be in Hell's Bay. If if hey. you can look if you look at the boundaries. Yeah. You see. It, uh, trust me. I looked at like, that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yep. I looked at that. Yeah. I saw that, and I was like, "Hmm." Because I'll tell you what, yeah. man, if you want to make it a if you want to make it a really really tough tough event, you get guys. You, you try and get guys to uh, 
to find Hell's Bay. Just find it. Yeah. Like, you know, make your way in there, make your way back out again without getting lost. Like, I mean, they don't call it Hell's Bay for no reason. I mean, it's it wouldn't hurt my feelings. I promise you that much. It would not hurt my feelings <laughs> to get a chance to go into Hell's Bay because I want nothing more than a picture of me sitting in my PA right next to that dot that says Hell's Bay on it, man. This is one of those things, right. you know. It's like it's almost like a bucket list location, you know. But uh, we got a caller here. We got a caller here on the line from Miami. It looks like Miami area code three hundred five. Yo, yo, hey, it's Woody. What up? Whoa! What's oh. up, brother? Down, hey, man, down in Florida City, scoped out the scene today over at Flamingo. It's awesome down there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? Hey, yeah. what are you doing calling from a three hundred five number? Dude, I'm in a motel. My phone wouldn't work. My phone wouldn't work, dude. I got a, I got a Verizon down here, man. This is AT and T country. You're not getting signal on Verizon. Hey, but it's beautiful, hey. man. It's a killer park. Um, awesome campgrounds. I mean, everything is just like, honestly, it's like manicured. It's like beautiful here, man. I can't wait. I can't wait to get down there, man, and check it out. We're we're really excited about it, man. We can't thank you guys enough for putting this thing on again, uh, amidst all the uh, the issues that may or may not have unfolded in trying to make this thing happen this year. We're very very grateful that it uh, that it's still going on. Yeah, I think people will really like this area too. I mean, it's a, it's a little more challenging. I heard you guys earlier talking about the tides. You know, there's a lot of grass here, and you know, you may chart a course that looks direct but you you may be better off doing a two mile go out and come back situation you know what i mean <laughs> yeah i mean it, that, I it, it, pepe, was, yeah. pepe was right dude it's, it's not only the tide here i spoke with a ranger at length today and it's not only the tide that can mess up but it's also wind and wind direction that can That's just right. blow this thing dry and, you know, there's always going to be, like, a motorboat channel, probably. But it's not. it may not exactly be the most direct route somewhere, you know. <laughs> so it's pretty interesting. But I think everybody's going to really enjoy it down here. It's, uh, it is definitely more – I know it's hard to say this, but it's, it's definitely a more – I mean, I thought it was beautiful last year, but honestly – here it's just it's just different it's like a it's just so beautiful here it's unbelievable the water is like a little cleaner you know quality yeah yeah you also you also picked Woody the month you guys picked is probably the best month one of the best months for the Flamingo area I mean it really is literally late February early March March April right around that time it's it's the best time of the year in that area right there well, I, if, if if weather's got anything to do with it, I mean, I I left Kim at home with a, a lot of snow, a lot of snow. She she was we were still shoveling the driveway when I left. She called me. She shoveled another day. I mean, we, I left her in a mess. It's beautiful. I, I, I you know talking to the Rangers. I'm just, again, I'm I'm just going by what the Ranger said is. But he, he 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 concurred. He's like, this is the best time to come down here and fish. It is. So we're oh, luck, yeah. luck counts, I guess. 
Oh yeah. Yeah. So do we have what do you, do we have a full uh, a full uh, block of uh, teams? We got a full fifty still, or what? Yeah, um, we had we've only had one change. Guy couldn't uh, teammate couldn't um, couldn't make it, and we let him substitute. But yeah, man, this 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 is full permits full. Last year we were like filled up like half the permit size. This year we go we're we're tapped out. Um, um, they they are they're they're doing a really great job of letting us just kind of take over some sections, you know. Um, so, you know, they're I, I'm not saying bending over backwards, but the Rangers and the park down there are just they're super excited. You know, we found out last year that if you were to ask a park ranger what they would prefer happen, you know, they they would prefer that it was all no motor zone, you know. They any kind of uh, tournament like this, or any kind of thing that has to do with self-propelled. I mean, they are, you know, they are proponents of it. So, you know, to to come down here to a national park and for them to kind of just open their arms up and let us uh, do this event is just really incredible. And I could, I couldn't say enough about the park service down here. It's, they're 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 so nice. The guy I talked to today, Dave, man, he was so. In, it gave me so much information about the lay of the land, lay of the what to expect, and you know he's and he was the one who's like it's going to be interesting, you know. Depend, and it doesn't depend. Not only does it depend on the tide here, but you know he's like this thing can just dry up for way out there. Just and if it's, right. if the wind comes up from the correct direction, I think he said east. If it comes up from the east, he's like man, it can just blow this water out as it can blow it in. You know, with a really super high tide, I think, you know, the tide's definitely, it's at least a three-foot tide out here, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, what are you, uh, Woody, I was going to ask you this, okay, I know you have the boundaries set and all that stuff and everything like that, but, um, I was, I was wondering, like you're saying, you have no cell reception, okay? I know at right. does out there, but like you said, Verizon doesn't, um, What's to say, what's the contingency in case somebody, say somebody doesn't come back? You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah well, I mean, I, there, I mean <laughs> you know, again, thank God for the park service because you, you couldn't yeah. get a better group of people on the job. Um, and, you know, don't, you know, that, that's one of the things that we were worried about the first time. You know, we had that, uh, the safety check, you know, where's your flares, stuff you get stuck out out in the out out here, um, and you know, we did it some last year. <clears throat> I would definitely expect a little more if if you're at a checkpoint. Definitely be prepared to go. Um, if 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 the if the judge at the checkpoint goes, well, let me see your flares. You know, you better have them with you. You know, we don't want people to get checked in, <clears throat> and. Uh, the night before, and then go shoot. I'm gonna leave this at home and lighten up my boat because you, you know we, we have to make sure the best we can that everybody is prepared. You, you might get stuck out there. It, it, it that definitely happen. That's exactly why I'm asking you, Woody, because I grew up down there and I fished that area and I know flamingo and flamingo. Let me tell you, if you get caught out there and you could get you could easily get lost on the inside the inside of flamingo is no joke <laughs> yeah oh there's no doubt about it 
There's no doubt about it. And, you know, again, you got to be – everyone should be prepared to deal. And we're not going to – not that we're not going to worry about you, but we know that you're, you went out prepared. As prepared as – without taking sleeping bags in a tent, you're as prepared as you can possibly be. Everybody's going into this knowing, um, you know, we've never said that this was going to be easy. You know, that that's that's never come out of our lips at all. I mean, yeah, this is hard, and it can be dangerous. I mean, you know, I went through the museum right. today, and let me tell you, there's crocodiles down here, man. I, I know alligators are bad, but it sounds like crocodiles are worse. That's all I can tell you. Have Look, you this is not. This is not. Have you seen any yet, Woody, this, down there? Have you uh, seen any of the I don't know yet? if it was an alligator. I don't. I'm not sure if it was an alligator or a crocodile, but I saw something's head sticking up. You know, it looked oh, like it had I'm a pretty you, short snout. When you see the crocodiles that are down there, you're gonna know it's a crocodile. <laughs> They're monsters. Right. The ones down there. <laughs> yeah. I'll, t- so, I'll tell you. you know, I'll tell you what. Real quick, I'll tell you what. Uh, for those that are listening that didn't join us for the first tournament, when Woody says that. It's tough. The first thing he said to me when I got back to the ramp last year was, well, did it just suck enough? And I was like, <laughs> buddy, I said, let me tell you something. I, I, actually, I, th- I know what I, I, I said first. I said, I need Jack Daniels' stat. I remember saying that, but <laughs> I, I, to, to ease the pain. But let me tell you, the next thing out of my mouth was, that was the most awesome thing I've ever done. And I am yeah, so it, looking forward to this event, man. Well, I, I you know, I, I got to give John and Chelsea, you know, since then, Chelsea's had a baby, so she's actually up in Asheville. So, you know, I have to give those guys the credit for making, you know, the surprising thing last year was to to throw this format out, to have guys like you guys come down and participate, number one, was amazing. But for it, honestly, I mean, it, last year, and it could change this year, but that that event last year went off without a hitch. There was not one bobble of any kind. And, you know, you guys all know I'm, I'm really new to the fishing scene, but pretty much immersed myself as much as possible. And, I've, you know, I've definitely gone to quite a few tournaments and just, you know, whether I'm just observing or just or you know just checking it out, but when I I've been to other award ceremonies when you know there's some chatter, but dude, I walked in last year to that restaurant, the award ceremony, and that place was buzzing, like yeah. I never felt. I, it, it was an incredible like vibration in the room, and it was. Uh, so yeah, you know, you could get miserable. I mean, this is not <laughs> to combine adventure racing with fishing is an incredible concept, and to be doing it in self-propelled craft is just another. You know, so I, I give John, particularly John, just like to figure it out because he, he he had started adventure racing back home, you know, and so he was just like, man, called me up one day and he's like, dude, I got it, I have got it. And he clued me in. I'm like, well, that's what, so when you came in last year, you know, we wanted it to be miserable. We didn't want it to be horrible. Just, just miserable enough. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. 
I think I think we uh, I think he nailed it in the head. Yeah, absolutely. And and, and I'll it, tell you what, was, man, it was fun. The, like the first and Pepe Pepe was my partner last year, and uh, I'll, I'll tell you. Well, I think the I'll, first I'll, couple. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say it was miserable enough that it made me switch. I switched companies. Yeah. <laughs> well. Not just well, you. It wasn't just you. It's me. I did the same thing. <laughs> hey, and look, hey, what's, what's well, really funny hey, about this. I, Go ahead, Woody. Yeah, well, I, I saw what Pep, I was just like, I, in, I'm, all boats are great. I'm not throwing off on any manufacturer. Don't, right. don't take it this. All I'm saying Absolutely. is there are some boats that are faster than others. Yep. Pepe wasn't in one that was fast. <laughs> listen, listen, we we was out we were out there, we were going from I, I forget what color checkpoint it was, but it was way out on the outside. We went the long way around to start with. And we were heading towards the silver checkpoint, right? So we were making a big basically an open water crossing, right? We had the wind in our face. That was like the most miserable part of the paddle besides coming back across Chukaleski Bay. And I look back and, and I could still, I'm still within vision of my partner. We could still talk or yell and hear each other, but Pepe was, was, was looking like he was ready to die <laughs> or just fall <laughs> over the side of the boat, start swallowing salt water just to end it. Because, and, and me too. Me too. I'm telling you, when, when we, when we hit Chokoloski Bay, yeah, when we hit Chokoloski Bay, we were like, you could see the bridge off in a distance, you know, and then you could see like the two foot rollers and, and just stiff wind that you had to deal with to get back across. My shoulders started to flare up in, in, in like the most unreal pain I have felt in my shoulder in a long, long time. And, and, and I, as soon as I hit that, that, that landing, I said to myself, I need it. I need to find something with some pedals. I'm not even playing around whether it was a native, whether it was a Hobie, whether I manufactured something where I could pedal it myself, I didn't even care. We were making that crossing where Pepe, I thought, was going to die. And I'm, I'm paddling for all I got. And I looked next to me, and two guys in Mariners blow right by me like I'm sitting still. <laughs> and then no. I look over, yeah, and then I look over, and two dudes in Pro Anglers come by and the one dude throws his hands behind his head and locks his fingers and is like damn Chuck you look like you're sweating oh. and, and just walked <laughs> away from me and I was like yeah. nah I paddled as hard as I could to try and keep up with that dude and they just kind of like picked up the cadence just a little bit and it was like oh my god this sucks but no man I'll tell you everybody the, the, you're, you're 100% correct Woody the, the buzz going around the restaurant for the awards ceremony. I mean, the camaraderie that followed after that tournament, I think everybody, regardless of if you placed or didn't or won or whatever, everybody felt like they accomplished something that day. And yeah, I, it was that's awesome. what we came away with. You know, we, I, I honestly have never felt that kind of electricity walking into a room, but it was every table. I mean, honestly, there was, it was just like a high pitched hum in there, you know, it was it was amazing. So, uh, you know, hopefully it'll be the same thing. It's a little different atmosphere down here, um, but it's I, it's just as wild, man. It's not it's just not easier. 
uh, you know, John, you know, John was going to tell me where the checkpoints were, and I was like, nope, I don't want to know. If the rule, John, is if you don't want anybody to know, then don't tell anybody. So I don't even know where they are. But, you know, when I got to the dock today, I looked out, and I'm like, good God. Because the first thing you see is a giant expanse of water. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, who knows where he's putting them? I have, no, I have not a clue within that circle where he, what he's doing. But, um, but. You know, I was just talking to the ranger. You know, I was looking at some islands out there, and I was like, how far is that island? He's like, oh, that one's about three miles. I'm like, well, that's not too bad. He's like, yeah, but you got to paddle five to get to it because you got to go around. <laughs> you know, it's just shallow here. There's a lot of grass, dude. There's just tons of grass here. So, you know, I, I don't he, – he's like, people kayak try to go straight through there, and it's like they just – Oh, and the other thing he was—he was—he they, they, so they'll—they'll they'll paddle, try to go straight to an island. They'll just come up on this shallow mud and get stuck. <laughs> and a few people, I guess, have gotten out to try to breathe their crap. Oh. He's like—he's like, this is the stinkingest, horrible smelling mud you can possibly imagine. And it, there's no hard bottom here. Do not get out of your boat. He's like it. He said, I've seen people cover from head to toe in this mud trying to get out of it. Sounds off the charts. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Or or follow Peppy because he's he's fished it before. And uh, (laughs) no, uh, he's he's easy to follow because there's a smoke trail coming up. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. You ain't kidding. (laughs) Absolutely. He's he's the only guy I've ever seen. The only fisherman I've ever seen, I've been fishing my whole life, only guy I've ever seen who can who can cast, set the hook, land, release, and recast or repaddle and reposition and never put a cigar down. It's the most incredible thing I've ever seen. I tried to do it one time. I was like, man, yeah, Peppy looks pretty cool with that cigar hanging out of his face. Maybe I want to try to have a cigar hanging out of my face. And I'm trying to I'm trying to pedal and smoke a cigar, and I'm like inhaling smoke deeper than you're probably supposed to, and coughing up a lung. It wasn't good, man. It wasn't good. Yeah, Peppy's oh. easy to follow. Ain't no lie about that. <laughs> so where, where are you guys coming down? You there, Peppy? Oh, I'm coming down. Uh, we'll be leaving Brevard County, rolling out hopefully sometime around eight o'clock on Thursday morning, and. Uh, you know, get in there relatively early Thursday afternoon. Maybe go play around a little bit, and uh, mm-hmm. that's that's kind of the it's kind of the idea. I think we might make one stop on the way down, or maybe a couple small quick stops, try and knock a couple of bucket list fish off our bucket list. The, you know, peacock bass and some of the cichlids and stuff. But other than that, I'm planning on getting down there as early as I can on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll be going down. I'll be I'll be uh, midday Wednesday. I'll be leaving here, so I should be. It should put me over there in in Miami uh, sometime in the afternoon on Wednesday. But I am gonna stay. I am hitting my parents' house. My parents' place is there in Miami, so I'm gonna go stay with them on Wednesday night. Um, see them for a little bit and everything like that. And then on Thursday morning, I'm actually going with Alan 
and one of my friends that lives there in Miami that's a peacock bass fisherman, he's taking us to some places where he catches peacock bass because Alan wants to catch some peacock bass on on Thursday. So mm-hmm. so sometime sometime after midday Thursday we should be hitting hitting flamingo. I imagine some sometime sometime after midday. I imagine. Yep. Then Rusty um, is Rusty coming Rusty coming yeah, Thursday as well. Yep, Rusty says yeah. in the chat room he's coming down Thursday morning early because uh, Jason Austin's already there. And uh, I've got rolling with me. I've got uh, uh, Alex Garichki's rolling with me. He's my tournament partner. And also um, Randy English will be with me. Um, and then uh, Wade, I think, is coming in the next day. So there's a pretty good little Space Coast contingency coming down. We're excited about that. Yeah, that's killer. Um Tell uh, hey Woody, is uh, yeah, is, are the are the cablers there already? No, no. There? I think no. I think he said he's trying to try to get here Wednesday. Okay, I was gonna tell you. Make sure you tell him to leave the fish alone, man. Don't tear them up. <laughs> <laughs> I had uh, I I stopped in Jacksonville and had uh, um dinner. We had dinner with with him and his I think his girlfriend might be his wife. Um, mm-hmm. It was nice. Had a little quick dinner and then got back on the road. Yeah, I saw you got. he posted something on Facebook. Yeah, yep, I saw he posted something on Facebook about. But I know he was headed down there, like you said, he was headed down there sometime early. I know he was. Yeah. And, oh, okay. I've been. Uh, sorry, Peppy. I've been warned also too, and maybe Peppy, you can elaborate this. Elaborate on this a little bit. I've been warned about the shark population down there. Dude, there's 43 species of sharks. Yep. <laughs> 43. <laughs> Dude, I wouldn't get out of that boat for love nor money, man. I, there should be a contingency hey. prize for the guy who lands the largest shark on a fly rod. <laughs> we, we were always... Um, <laughs> hey, Woody, I'll tell you this. When I, I you know... When I fished down there in Flamingo, when I used to fish down there and everything, everybody, pretty much all the guys that fish down there will tell you this. You don't mess around in the waters in Flamingo because of the sharks. You try not to wade if you don't have to be wading or anything like that. Don't get out of your boat and start wading around because of all the sharks that there are. There's, there's some big sharks there, some nasty sharks. And on top of that, the other thing you have to be careful careful with is when you're landing a fish, that shark will come after that fish that you're landing that fish. He will come up to your boat and actually right on the side of your boat try to take that, that fish from you. So that's another thing to look out for. You know, when you're bringing in a fish, look out for there could be a shark behind it. I mean, it's happened to us many times down there in Flamingo. So that's, 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 that's one of those awesome things down news, there. Pepe. That is awesome <laughs> news, Pepe. That is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, the race, but the Razor clued us in today. Uh, yeah, he told you, huh? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, he, he said it probably wouldn't be any great whites. I'm like, well, I guess that's nah. good. You know, there's <laughs> only 43 <laughs> other kind. Yeah, but there's only 43 other others, you know. Yeah. Yep. yep. And that's like, it's like when this was first coming into play, uh, Chuck, when the whole thing of Flamingo was happening and stuff, Woody asked me when I started telling him about the sharks. He goes, should we put that in as one of the species? <laughs> like, oh. Yeah, put them <laughs> right. on, but they have to they have to be put into the hog trough. You have to finagle exactly. that shark's nose. 
I just well, tried hey, to say hey, that. We, we, were, we were able to get real measuring boards this year. Hey, I saw that. That was uh, those are those are some sweet looking measuring boards. Those are pretty sweet, man. That's oh, better, and it's better than the uh, it's better than the Lowe's gutters. Hey, the Lowe's <laughs> gutters were fine, man. No, I, hey, me Wait. or Peppy, neither one of us caught a fish that was too big for the Lowe's gutters, so we were in good shape. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, one other thing we're going to talk about real quick uh, for any anybody who's listening to the show tonight and who's going to be down there who might not have fished the first event. There was only one team last year that unfortunately lost their token. Now, right. this is, yeah, this is a, this is one of those things. You just gotta, you guys gotta pay attention to this because it's real easy to misplace. I don't, is it, is it kind of the same token as last year? Kind of the same uh, material as it would? Yeah, kind of the same thing. All right. Yeah. So last year with the wind that was blowing and everything else, these tokens were like, you ever, if any of you guys ever seen like the old wooden nickels and whatever, sometimes you'd see it like, I don't know, rest areas, whatever, whatever. Anyway, they're like little circ- little circular coins made of wood with a sticker on them. Pretty easy for it to blow out of your boat or blow off a hog trough or to get knocked out, knocked into the air by a fish going nuts on a, on a measuring board. You don't want to be that team that's got a great bag of fish and at your third checkpoint, or fourth checkpoint, or fifth checkpoint, after going through hell and back to, to, to complete this tournament, loses that token and gets disqualified. So just, you know, I've already... Yeah, I, kept... it's, yeah, yeah. you don't want to be that. We, all, we had one team last year that got excited and just spaced it, you know? Yeah. And let it go into the water and... They came back to the checkpoint to turn it back in before going to another checkpoint. And, uh, you know, they started searching all over their bodies, their boats, and, it, you know, it was, it's kind of it's brutal to be the – Mike had to tell them, like, well, I'm sorry, but you're out. And so yeah. kind of – but they understood. But, you know, the, part, of the, part of the checkpoint thing, too, for us is just trying to keep up with people because – you know, bringing that token back to the checkpoint, we write down the time that you, you know, you you brought it back. So we, at least we can kind of, if you, if somebody doesn't show up, we can at least go back to the checkpoint time. Well, he was at checkpoint three at three o'clock. So right. where right. do you think he went from there? You know, that's perfect. That's what, great. Yeah. And I'll tell you what else. Uh, having to go back to the checkpoint is to me, probably the single most uh, underestimated part of the tournament. You really, I mean, it's one thing to look at a, look at the map and figure out, okay, cool, we got to find this place, find this place, find this place. But when you look at time, the amount of time you have to go to all these different checkpoints, and you look at the distance that you might or you may or may not want to cover to go away from the checkpoint to find some uh, virgin right. water that hasn't been fished real hard, that that all comes into account. I know there was a couple of times last year, Peppy and I were like, "Man, which, where do you want to go?" You know, we don't want to go too far. <laughs> we got to come back. You know, so you, you right. end up finding yourself in a situation where, hey, one judgment call could could win it or lose it for you. I mean, we we made a, we made one call at one of the spots last year where we went back. We actually you know paddled back towards uh, 
a different checkpoint after receiving a token from one to try and find fish in a different area where there wasn't so many people. And it worked out for us. We actually found a couple of fish in that spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, <coughs> you know, it can be, it can be as simple as like not paying attention and fishing and get blown downwind and you turn around and you're like, Holy Christ, I got, I got a quarter mile straight into the wind just to get back or whatever, you know? Yep. Nobody said it's going to be easy. It's it's actually you know I was looking at the I was looking at the report today, Woody also, and it's it's getting better by the day. You know that today it's uh it's showing for Saturday. Saturday winds out of the east. Winds out of the east at about eight to nine miles per hour. So that's actually better than what was predicted earlier. Right. It was predicted to be sixteen. Yep. Now it's that would have probably blown all the water out. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. So it's actually looking Real. better. Looking good. Man, I hope I hope there's some big fish caught. That's what I'm hoping. I, I, I mean, let's face it. It's challenging. It's orienteering. It's adventure racing. But it's still the main goal is to catch a big fish. You know. That's right. That's 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 the whole thing, and I think how big are those boards, Woody? You know that sucked. I'm back. I, I, I don't know. I haven't seen them. I just saw them online today. Because you might get if there's a fish that's going to be oversized for those boards or anything like that down there, you will. There is big snook, big snook down there. <laughs> oh but, Lord, I don't know what we do. I don't know what we do then. You got you me. Just, I, I was. When you got something like that, I would say max, max, maximum board is your maximum inches. I don't know. That's other tournaments that I've fished. It's been whatever the maximum inches is, forty inches. That fish goes over the forty inches. Is forty inches? I mean, yeah. I don't know how you think it well, count. Well, we'll we, we'll talk about. It. I'll, I'll I'll clue Grace in about yeah. the, the possibilities, and we'll we'll come up with a plan. I'm sure. Yeah. That sounds pretty yep. good. <laughs> yeah. Can you hear me, Pat? Yeah. All right, cool. I'm back. Here. Yeah. Did okay. you uh, did you ask Rusty's question? No. What, What's that? Okay. Rusty had a question. He was wondering if the, if we get to keep the measuring boards after the tournament. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Yep. You sure do. Get to awesome. Keep them. That's awesome, man. Um. Oh, what I was saying. I, I know I got cut off, man. Skype dropped me, but uh. What what we're pretty fortunate here on the Space Coast. I know uh, Peppy does it quite a bit. So do I, Alan, Alex, all of us guys here, where we routinely do long trips, especially like in a no motor zone. You know, it's nothing for us to go to do our typical eight mile up to the bridge and back. So we do a 16 mile day, which is kind of lucky for us. Alex and I have been last couple times we've fished, we've I kind of push us to try and do 20, 21, 22 miles in a day and Man, it, it you don't realize how far that is and how how long of a day that could be, you know. Even if you're doing mostly cruising, but oh, trying right. to trying Tell me yeah, about try, it, man. trying to fit the the stopping and the fishing into the crap we got to go. It's all about time management, and and that's the. I think that was probably one of the coolest things about last year. One of the coolest things I'm looking forward to this year is. 
at what point do you just have to throw your hands up and say, dude, we don't have time to sit here anymore. We got to move on to the next spot, you know? Ex- I think exactly. It's going to be interesting. I mean, do you think do you think it's possible to hit all five checkpoints? I mean, well, you don't know where they where they all are, but I imagine I, that Yeah, I, I couldn't even answer that question. <clears throat> yeah, it'll be interesting, and, man. For sure. I thought it was to be honest with you, I thought it was pretty tough last year to hit all five. I was I was pretty amazed. You know, yeah. there's definitely That's, some teams that made it to all five. And there yep. were definitely some teams that went. It was definitely some teams that were pretty happy to have gone to three and call it good. We're going to score. We went to three and we're calling it good. You know, there were definitely teams that had that mindset. And and uh, you know, if you get three big fish, you, I mean, you could win with three. I'm sure. You know, I get. Yeah. You know, the more the more you go, and the more fish you catch, the more checkpoints you go, the more than likely should, uh, you know, you hope that you're going to catch two more fish to add than someone that caught three big ones, you know? Yeah. It's, it's weird, I've... you know, it's like it's like catch a fish and go, all right, we've, we've been here for, for 40 minutes. We caught a fish. It's, it's only 18 inches long. Let's call that 18 inches good and roll, you know? That's I'll right. tell you what, um, we got some guys there in the chat room that are talking about, you know, the, the, the measuring board issue and, and whatever else. Uh, uh, Non-pro staff Murdoch said, max, bo- max the board out, get double the inches. <laughs> so it, almost like a bonus. If you catch a fish big enough, then you get double the points. Well, there is a double the point checkpoint. So I it, think that was probably I mean, you could awesome. definitely do if you ma- if If you max the board, I'd say it's 40 inches. If you max the board out. And you had tail hanging over. You could go, all right, if you max this board out, you get an additional three inches or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's, that's not a bad idea. You know, there's yeah, this, okay, we're going to give you some more inches, but every, anybody that catches this over 40 is going to get the same number of inches. You know? Yeah. That's not a bad idea. That, that really isn't this... No. Yeah, because truly at that point, yeah, because at that point, if a if a team if a team doesn't catch any fish that's even close to forty inches, you probably don't have a shot in the world of, of catching a team that has a fish of forty inches if they have other fish who go along with it. So at that point, you're right. fishing against other teams that have fish at forty inches. I like that idea. Uh, also, mm-hmm. uh, Andrew Andrew Mixon says he's going to be fishing with jigging rods and fifty pound braid. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, but you know, it's, it's, uh, man, it's, it's just the craziest event, man. It, it, it is. And Rusty said it earlier in the chat room. It is hands down the greatest fishing tournament. Not because you're on the radio show. I've said it before, Woody, it's hands down the greatest fishing tournament I've ever fished. Well, well, thanks. You know, I, I was definitely, um, I was definitely in the planning stages, but you know, John taking it by the bull by the horns. And when he, when he called me, when, John and I have a <clears throat> we have a long friend relationship in the whitewater world, and the guy that started the video business was a guy named he was actually from Tampa, Florida, Daniel Delaverne, one of the an incredible fisherman. The kid grew up fishing, but he moved up to the mountains, became one of the honestly one of the best kayakers in the world. And um, you know. They would come to me and with these crazy ideas and want me to, 
and I learned early to in my career to listen to youth and you know they they started the whole they were blogging before anybody anybody even heard of blogging from tops of mountains and and you know when John called me up and he's just like this is where they they hey Daniel would call me up and the first thing out of his mouth is like I got it I got it. I'm going to do the seven rivers. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to block from the top of the mountain. It's going to be awesome. And I would try my best to help him do it. And when John, so, you know, John took it over after Daniel uh, died. He got hit by a train, unfortunately. And um, John took it over. And when John calls me up with the same enthusiasm of like, Dude, I got it. I figured it out. I know how we can do it. I know how we can make the most awesome tournament, and it will it'll show what a kayak can do. I'm just like, I'm all ears, dude. This, this, if you got it figured out. And he got it, you know, you can talk about something, but John took the one step that of going to scout out the territory last year. You know, he, just, he and Chelsea went down. He Looked went around the town, found the marina, met Bob Miller, who was awesome to have that whole facility there, and um, that he called me from from down there, going, "I got it, it's done. I got it figured out. It's going to work awesome." And he, he talked to the park service, everything when he's down there, and so having that in his pocket, coming down to, you know, that kind of fell through that area. And who knows, might be back sometime. But just, you know, we're running on a shoestring. You know, there's no doubt about it. And it, it was just getting too expensive, you know, really, to put it on at the same spot. They, you know, new management. And um, so we're just like, we got to find somewhere else. And he came here. He called me. He was like, it's going to be different, but it's going to be great. It's, this place is beautiful, and I went down there today, and it is. It's 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 definitely a a beautiful scene there. Very cool. Well, all the information guys need for the uh, for the event who are going down there, all the safety requirements, all that stuff can all be found on the website. Correct, Woody? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we'll, it, and we'll check the night. We'll check it all the night before. We'll have a checklist. We'll check it all off. And, uh, again, just remember, don't leave any of it in the car. Take it with you because one of the judges has the right to ask to see your first aid kit, your extra water, your flares. They may ask you to see anything that's on that safety kit because we just want to make sure that you didn't pull the wool over our eyes and leave it at home and take a, a lighter boat advantage or, you know, we won't take it if, if take it with us we're, we're serious about getting lost we're serious about the tides going out and getting stranded we're serious about there's crocodiles and there's 43 species of sharks down here this is not this is potentially a dangerous thing you're doing burmese pythons and anacondas yeah, I know. That's I saw that one. one on. There on, is that. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you are you right. Extra, there is plenty of that. You get extra credit points if you bring back like a like an eighteen foot boa. Yeah. Dude, you bring back a pi. You, you bring back a python. You won. As far as I'm concerned. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Dunzo. That's all I'll do. That's all I'll do. It's sticking off the end of the board, fifteen feet. 
and, and guys, don't ever forget the ever-present PBR, uh, the PBR bonus. If you bring Woody a case of PBRs when you get down there, you get, a, get an you additional it, five buddy. inches. <laughs> I def- you, you definitely have me pegged. I'm definitely a PBR man. Hey, man, nothing wrong with uh, that. Keeping it classy, I like it. Um, but now, listen, we we really appreciate you calling, man. This is going to be this is going to be such a great event, and it's always it's always a good time hanging out. Uh, you know, last year was it, it was it was very reminiscent to other events that go on in the kayak industry, camping style events that go on the, in the kayak industry. And uh, man, it's just it's just a great time, man. And and the yeah, I, list of competitors is absolutely phenomenal. I mean, literally, I'm, there I'm, are some there are some anglers, fish. I mean, there's there's talent come here. That that's the that's the killer thing about it is just you, and I, again until I got back and I have got a year under my belt and you know when you realize the talent you know the guy you know Mike McDonald that won I mean, the guy's an incredible fisherman. You know, yeah. the, the the talent that's down here is phenomenal, and I I'm I'm amazed at people picking up the challenge. You know, I mean, we got guys from, you know, a lot of the Texas coming, Louisiana. I mean, people are driving a long way to come to this thing, and I, I you think know, we're, we're going to do New our Jersey. best not to disappoint them. Yeah, yeah, you got New yeah. Jersey, Virginia. They're they're coming from all over, like you said. They're coming from mm-hmm. far away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Boys from yakangler dot com are staging right now at Cars Park. I mean, they're coming down from uh, Kentucky. So I mean, you've got yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's pretty cool, man. Like those, I said, th- dude, those two are a riot, aren't they? Uh, oh yeah, those guys are awesome. I got to have lunch. Oh, wait till you see, wait till you see what Adam brought me. It, it's uh, I'm gonna post a picture of it up later on on Facebook of of the gift that. Adam brought me to to trade out for some flies I tied for him, but uh, it was pretty awesome. Let's just say that it, it involved, and not in a, in a in a strange way, it involved a suitcase, no, a briefcase, and a pair of handcuffs. So <laughs> it was top secret. Dude, I, top ain't getting, you, I ain't getting I ain't getting near you when you open up that file, that present. Just wait. I, mean, I want to be close. I want to be close enough to watch. But that's about it. Yeah, you got briefcase, handcuffs, and Jack Daniels. Yeah, no, it wasn't. It wasn't Jack Daniels. It wasn't Jack Daniels. But I, I'm sure there'll be some some kind of a, a liquid flowing around the, uh, the campfires at night. And uh, maybe that's maybe that's part of maybe that's part of some team's plans. Maybe they're going to try and sandbag some other teams by getting them uh, a little on the uh, floppy side. So. I don't know. Hey, dude, could you? Hey, could you imagine doing this tournament with a hangover? No. Oh no. my God, it'd that's be wh- horrible. That's why. I'll that's tell you why. what, though, Woody. I'll tell you what. Some of my best fishing has been on hangovers. <laughs> I know, but I wouldn't want this to. Would be a, I think this would be a miserable day if you did that. Yeah. We'll see, man. <laughs> I'm looking forward. I can't. Hey, I can't wait to meet everybody. We've got quite a few number of teams. Almost a little over twice as many teams. Um, it the it's going to be awesome. I'm telling you, this place is. If you haven't been here, this place is absolutely beautiful. And um, you know, I hope everybody gets to come down and pre-fish it and check it out and get a lay of the land. But um, I I'm I was blown away when I. 
when I got to the park and got to the marina and just saw the infrastructure that's there with the campground, the amphitheater, the marina, the visitor center, and, I mean, this place is it's top-notch for sure. Awesome. Yeah, that would be well, uh, Hey, let me ask you, let me ask you something. Let me, let me ask something, Woody. Uh, since you talked to the park ranger down there, has the park ranger, has the park ranger advised the full-time fishing guys that are down there in Flamingo that this is going to happen? Because when those guys see 100 kayaks out there, Talking about some guys being pissed. Well, the ranger did did suggest that he was just like, what time are you guys getting on the water? I was like, well, it's going to be pretty pretty early, right after sunrise. And he was like, well, watch out for the boats, but they typically come in a little later than that. So maybe maybe we'll get it diffused a little bit. Yeah. There weren't that many, and I know it's I know it's a Saturday, and this is a Monday, but it it definitely was not packed by any stretch of the imagination today. There, yeah, no, Saturday but will this be a different is Monday. Story. Yeah. yeah, Saturday will be a different story. I'm telling you that. I I I I, fit, I mean I fished down there for years and years, and I know how it gets. And the guides that go down there, they're the same guy. They're, that's their full time job. That's what they do, and then. <laughs> I'm telling you, when these guys, when these guys see a hundred kayaks, they're gonna freak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, there's 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 uh, advantages in numbers, I guess. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. Are we launching from the, the bo- same ramp? They are from the same. Are we launching from the same boat ramp? Uh, kind of, sort of, but there's another little place okay. that we can get into a kayak ramp. Okay. All right, just yeah. just wondering if we're going to be blocking the ramp or anything like that for when, when these boats start coming in. Oh, it's it's going to be a mess. I mean, you imagine a hundred <laughs> kayaks with all the gear lined up. Oh, it's man. going to be it's going to be a free for all, and I, you know that's the part where you know the the start is the part that is the of most concern to me. Yeah. You know, um, yep. I want it to yep. be fair for everybody and everybody get along and no pushing and shoving, that kind of stuff. Because, I mean, you're really, to get everybody in the water, you're talking five, eight minutes, you know, just even if you're patient. It doesn't take that long for everybody to take off. But, you know, it's some people you know, don't look at the map. Some people plan. You know what you some, could way, do? some people take off. You know, it's, it's, that, yep. it worked out pretty good last year, actually. Hey. Hey, Woody, you know what you could do, actually? You could do it to make it fair. I mean, if there's enough room and all this stuff in there. I know there's a big bay right there where the ramp is at and all this stuff. It, you could make it a shotgun start in the morning that everybody's in the water at the same time. And then all of a sudden you say, all right, go. And everybody's in the water already. You know what it is to take a picture or video of that with 100 kayaks in the water? <laughs> yeah, that's going to be wild. If we're... we're John and I, and I haven't even seen John. He's he's been down there. We, I had a conference call. I haven't even seen him down here yet. But we're going there tomorrow, and, and I'm definitely gonna we're gonna scout the situation out and again come up with a plan for the start where to, where it's all going, and we'll get it figured out. But that's a good yeah, idea. Yeah, because I, yeah, 
But the thing is, I know how Flamingo is. You got two sides. You got the bay side, the inside area, and then you got the outside. So you're going to actually, I don't know how you're going to do this, but I know it's going to be, you're going to have two different areas, those polys, by looking at the boundaries. So, so yeah, that's going to be interesting how to, how to, how to do it. Mm-hmm. But well, no matter it's like it's like you said though that launch is going to be the most that's your most um your most concerning part about the whole tournament I think is that it's probably just launching you know how you're going to do this organized <laughs> yeah well we we got we have a little figuring to do yeah you well, know every place you gonna, is different you know, every last year was good last year around? went off pretty much without a hitch and, and I think that's kind of the way that, that this will probably end up going too I mean. There was a lot of guys I heard once you guys passed out the uh, envelopes that were like, look, let's hang back, look at the map, take our time, whatever. There was other dudes that just grabbed, grabbed the envelope when you guys said go. They just they didn't even look at the map. They just pushed the kayaks in the water and hauled yeah. butt. Yeah. And so, right. you know, and some of us were even contemplating <laughs> trying to figure out if we can uh, hang our kayaks over the side of the seawall with ropes and, and lower them in so we weren't sitting there waiting yeah. at the uh, – at the ramp, but no, it'll be, it'll be cool, man. It's going to be a great time, I'm sure. And, uh, you know, it, it'll just, again, just like last year, this one will be one for folks who are sitting back at home that, that missed it and couldn't make it for whatever reason. Uh, you're going to want to watch these, uh, updates you guys do. You guys did a great job with that last year. Yeah. Thanks. Um, that, well, cell service is a little tentative down there this year, but we, we'll definitely have updates. Um, you know, we'll we'll get we'll get vid and updates out as soon as possible. You know, if we had AT and T oh, yeah. and not Verizon, we'd be better off. But you know, it's just the way it is down here. There you go. Oh yeah. You know, um, well, cool, man. Are, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna have some dinner, and I uh, can't wait to see everyone down here. And honestly, we um, look forward to seeing everybody. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun and. The main thing is to be safe and catch some fish and have a good time and suffer a little bit. Heck, yeah. There you go. That'll be awesome. All right, yep. boys. Take care. We'll see you guys down here. Woody, All I appreciate right, Woody, it, buddy. We'll have a good get night. There. Take All care, right, man. Later. Have a good one. All right. All right. Later. Hey. Very cool. Very cool. That was a, that was a cool surprise. <laughs> we weren't expecting that. <laughs> Definitely wasn't. Yeah. We we scheduled we scheduled Woody one time to come on the show and he forgot to call. Then we tried to schedule him again yeah. and he forgot to call again. And here he, he just called out of the blue tonight. Maybe it was like I tagged him on Facebook. I don't know. But uh, that's awesome, man. Um, God, I'm looking forward to this event. This is going to be it's going to be a great time, man. If you go down there with expectations of oh I'm going to go down there I'm going to kill it I'm going to win the tournament I'm going to be the best it's ever been then good for you. You know, I hope I hope exactly. whoever that is has a great time and, and, and does a great job. But uh, let me tell you what, man, I uh, I'm going down there just to go fishing. You know, go fishing with some of my best friends, meet some guys who have who have wanted to be around and fish around, you know, for a while now, and and just be a part of this event because it's just going to be a great event all around. And, that, um, and and the whole thing is like you said, Chuck. This is a whole new area they've never fished before. I mean, that's. It's it's you know what I'm saying. It's it's you're like it's like a kid in Disney World. You know what I'm saying. You're you're gonna fish something you never fished before. I mean it's 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 beautiful down there. Woody Woody's not lying about how how beautiful it is down there and how pristine the water is. I mean it's it's gonna be something different. It's it's more to have fun like you said than forget the winning man. You know that's 
If I, if I can go down there and catch a couple of fish, bro, I will be a happy camper. I, I can, I could care less. Like when we fished uh, Friday before the tournament, I had a great day's worth of fishing. I was just stoked, man. I could care less about the next yeah. day. I just wanted to survive the next day. So, but yeah, yep. it's, uh, it's going to be fun. Not, it's going to be a lot of fun. We look forward to seeing everybody down there and, uh, you know, it's, hey, be safe driving down there, man. And be, and, and just make sure to, to double check the uh, website. Make sure you've got all your safety gear. Um, it might behoove you to bring a raincoat. Or, I think you have to have a raincoat, actually. But make sure that uh, you've got some some dry clothes, you know, ditch bag of some sort just to have with you because of the fact that uh, if you should fall out of your kayak and end up in that mud, you might want to clean yourself off the best you can and dry off. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be interesting, dude. That's right. I got some work. Yeah, I got some work to do tomorrow. I know that. Alex already told me I need my reels respooled. I need, I got a bunch of reels to to respool tomorrow for him and for myself. And uh, it's gonna it's gonna be neat, man. It's gonna be uh, a lot of fun. Yeah. I love fishing spots I've never fished before. Oh yeah, I love. I mean that's 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 awesome. You know, places like that that you never fished before. I mean, it's just just amazing. I mean, it's gonna be fun. I mean, even if we're on the flats, like I'm. Like I'm saying, if you see, I know, I know you probably will, anyways, because it's just, it's even though it's not one of the targeted species, but let's say you're on a flat truck and you're going in, you know, one of these flats out there by the island somewhere like that, and all of a sudden there's a six foot, seven foot shark swimming by. Aren't you going to want to cast at him? <laughs> you're damn right. I'm going to want to cast at you him. Know? You know, it's funny. It's, it's funny you said that because we we were hang uh, on the drive over to Sarasota to get to get my boat. We were sitting here talking and we we're talking about the tournament and all. And uh, somebody had recently posted some pictures of some really nice tarpon out there. Um, yeah. And and I think I, I think I was talking to Randy. Yeah, I was talking to Randy and, and I told Randy I said, let me tell you something. I said, if a hundred pound tarpon rolls next to me, oh, I'm throwing at it. <laughs> I don't, care, I don't care if it's a, if I if I, if it's a if it's a tournament species or not. It doesn't matter to me, bro. If I see if I see a tarpon rolling near me, I'm grabbing that fly rod and we're we're about to put it on it. I'm just saying because I'm a fisherman, man. I, I don't you, you yeah. know me well enough to know. I don't I don't care enough about competition where I'm that. I can't pass by something like that. Even when I used to fish offshore tournaments, right? We used to run my boat all the time, fish offshore tournaments. And if I'm running a weed line and I turn around and I look and there's a 20 pound triple tail on that weed line, I will stop the boat, let the bait drop. I don't even care. Grab a spinner rod and try and catch that stupid triple tail. Knowing full well, he's oh, yeah. not going to put money in my pocket, but it didn't matter. I would always stop and try and catch those fish. Um, yeah. Unamasa's Una jigging rod, 50 pound braid. Just saying, <laughs> he's totally not kidding. Yeah, I'm not kidding either. I'm sta- actually, I'm staring right now. I- I'll tell you what it is. I forget what weight class is. I'm looking at my Pentorque jigging rod. It's a uh, 30 to 80 pound class rod, six six, with my uh, Saragossa 8000 F on it. That that rod will be in the boat. Promise you. Yep. <laughs> And as, so. and from the reports that I've gotten, I've gotten reports from some of the guys down there. They're reporting a lot of tarpon right now. There's tons of tarpon right now. 
in yeah. I mean in the hundred hundred pound class tarpon too right now. How so. cool! <laughs> I'm just saying, how cool would it be? I mean, regardless of win, lose, or draw, whatever, how cool would it be to go down there, fish this event, catch a tarpon that's a hundred pounds or bigger, still hit three out of the five checkpoints, come back and still place? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that would be, that would be pretty awesome. You'd be like. Yeah, yeah, just spent, uh, spent 45 minutes battling a big tarp and eh, still came in, was able to place, whatever. I think that'd be yeah. cool, man. Yep. So. And they've also been uh, reporting, which you'll probably, uh, I know you can't catch them, whatever, but sometimes you do anyways and stuff, but um, they've been reporting uh, um, sawfish down there. They, oh, really? Yeah, man, there's been reports of seeing quite a few of them lately. I'd love so, just to, I'd love just to see one, man. Oh yeah, they've been reporting up to nine feet. I've been hearing. Yeah, really. So, yeah, man. Imagine fishing around, man, and seeing one of those things. <laughs> Watch the bottom move, and you realize it's a sawfish. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. it's gonna be good times. Like I say, man. It's uh, but look, we're at the top of our hour. We've got a pretty decent little crowd there in the chat room. Appreciate everybody joining us tonight, listening to uh, Woody talk to us, and let's talk to Woody. Um, looking forward to seeing all you guys down there, all you competitors. It's going to be fun, man. And uh, come check out the uh, little our little Space Coast area. We're going to all be kind of huddled up in our own little section, as I imagine most areas will have their own little groups or whatever. Um, feel free to stop on by and hang out with us and uh, shoot the crap. You know, let's go down there and have a good time. I hope everybody gets down there nice and safe. And, you know, let's get out there and catch some fish. Let's show the rest of the world what we can do out of plastic boats. I think that's the coolest part about this thing is, uh, you know, while there's, there's all kinds of uh, tournaments all around the world for kayak fishing, there's nothing like this. And uh, let's go down there and put it on it, man. That's right. All right, Peppy, with that, my boy, let's get out of here, man. All right, let's do this. Um, I want to thank uh, Native Watercraft, Aquabound Paddles, Orca Coolers, Harry Goods Outdoor Shops, Slayer Ink Lures, Tackle Webs, Hook One, Yak Attack, Kayaks by Bo, KBB Outfitters, Tailing Toes, and Ram Mounts. Thank you very much. And uh, hopefully we have a great time this weekend. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I'd like to thank Kobe Kayaks again for uh, all the support this year they're showing me. Thank you very much for my new boat. I love it. Uh, Orca Coolers, Tackle Webs, Railblazer, Yak Gear, Ego Nets, ENO, Bending Branches, Slayer Inc. Lure Company, KBB, KBB Outfitters, Real Adrenaline Energy Drinks, and, of course, Adventurous Custom Rods. Um, feel free to stop by and check out one of those Adventurous Custom Rods if you like. While I'm down there, I'll have two of them with me, um, with the new microwave guide system on them. Uh, I was kind of a skeptic at first until I actually threw one of those things with a plug on it, and uh, they're pretty awesome. So, uh Feel free to stop by, and until next week, stay safe, have fun, take a kid fishing. They are the future of our sport. God bless. Take it easy. See ya. Hey. Give me the flat to dawn with plenty of tailing fish. And the perfect fly rod. Yeah. And get ready for some magic. Join Bonefish and Tarpon Trust. Nice fish. And help make sure that the magic never ends. Visit tarbone.org to find out how you can help. <laughs> <laughs>